From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Yeah, you don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. The other night, uh, I guess uh, Blasio was on Hannity's show. Oh, yeah. And uh, I got messages from about five or six people within the first 10 minutes saying, oh, de Blasio said New York uh, New Yorkers don't need guns because uh, they have the police to protect them. <laughs> so, of course, after he said that, my phone starts going off and I'm like, boy, I, where have I heard something like this before? Well, that statement pairs so well with your story. And I, he refused to say that um, that New Yorkers can protect themselves, that they have the right to protect themselves. They don't. No, and have the right to protect themselves here. Right, I mean we have a right to protect ourselves, but not with a gun, I guess. But uh, you know, you could use your hands or a straw or uh, a water gun, maybe as long as it's not painted like a regular gun. But well, that will get you in a lot of trouble. That's true. Well, maybe if you use like remember the fluorescent orange ones when we were kids. The, that's the, okay. Yeah, I think those are okay as long as they're a fluorescent color. I think you're okay. But uh, it, it does make sense that those would be painted that way. I understand it, but it ruins a, a water gun, doesn't it? Uh, you would think so. I would think it would ruin the flow a little bit, especially if it seeps into the uh, chamber there. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> but I mean, if you painted it black, right? Wouldn't that be great to have? Like, the, if they made water guns look just like regular guns, I mean, because the idea of a water gun, the whole trick and funniness of it is like, look, it's a gun. Look, you're just wet. I guess it would be funny unless you're on the other end of it and you don't know if it's a, it's a real one or not. So it's kind of like Russian roulette out of your hands. Well, adapt your sense of humor to the situation. <laughs> exactly. Then as, then Isn't when they, that what we're forced to do? Well, when they pull the trigger and you get squirted in the face, you're like, ah, oh, come on, come on. But you're like secretly sighing relief. Yeah, and you're going, I'm going to go get one of those yes. guns and do that to everyone I hate. Yes, or it could be like... Um, I, I think you played this on the show, on the, the compound show, that guy that spit on the guy in the subway. Oof. And the guy opened the doors and grabbed him and just tossed him a beating. That was unreal. <sighs> he, he spit on him twice. Oh. Yeah. And, and that second time, it just, the guy, I think there was a new determination. Like, I'm, there's no way I'm going to not come oh, out of these yeah, I doors. I think everyone sees it this way. But I think that video is a microcosm of what society is now, where people don't think there's consequences to things. So if you haven't seen the video, the, the spitter... Is it looks like this little maybe five six five seven beta male, uh -huh. um, just uh, you know whatever he'd missed the train so now he's gonna spit it maybe the biggest dude on the train the kind of he's the kind of dude who spits on a guy yeah, yeah. he's the spitter and the guy that he spit at is twice his size and probably. Uh, has been in a fight or two before where I'm guessing the spitter has not. And then I just imagine <laughs> the spitter's thinking, well, the doors are going to close and then this guy's going to go away. And then the... Uh, he the, thought he was really smart. Yeah, the guy in the train turned into the Hulk and ripped the doors open and came out and just beat a <laughs> tattoo on him. It was just fantastic. Yeah, it, um, and you're right about that. People aren't aware of the consequences, that there are consequences even, it seems. No, I mean, nowadays, there really aren't. You can do anything you want, it seems like, and depending on which side of the fence you're on, there aren't any consequences. Antifa, whatever, who cares? But I'm talking about women now because they have a bad case of not knowing that there's consequences for things. You know, the, the woman who's trying to get you in a fight where they flirt with a little danger they, they might not understand. It happened uh, once, actually, a long time ago. Um, at a hockey game, my wife and I were at a game and we were there to see my buddy play. And um, there was the fans behind us. They were the home team. We were the visiting team. Well, you had a friend in the NHL or is this a... He was he was a property of the Islanders at the time he was playing in the minors uh, wow. in Troy, New York. And we were in Springfield, Massachusetts. And... Uh, 
Wow. Can you hear that? <laughs> it's okay. Okay. So he's a fighter, and um, the coach was an asshole, so he didn't play too much. So he's on the end of the bench, and we're sitting there, and we're kind of goofing off. So the the um, the girl behind us starts talking about how he sucks, and you suck, and this and that, right? So I turn around, and I'm just like, and I'm wearing his jersey, so people, obviously she knows, they know, right? Right. So I turn around, and I'm just like, uh, you know, uh, enough. You know, he's a friend of mine, enough. And she keeps going. And then I just turn to the boyfriend. I'm like, look, I said, I'm just here to enjoy the game. But she can't keep, you know, running the bird here about my friend. And I'm not going to do something to you or whatever. Sodomize him. And then um, I turn around. I've got I, to do something to you. Well, I mean, you this know? is what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to hit her. And, I, and I'm just there to enjoy the game. I'm not I'm not trying to exert any dominance or anything. It sounds like you're saying, as absurd as this is, yes, I'm going to have to right. do that. I, I, you know, it's the first period. We got two more periods of this. I can't have her chirping in my ear all night. So you need to, you know, tell her to settle down. So I turned around, and then all of a sudden, I could hear him kind of whispering to her about shutting up and everything, and and that was it. But as I think about this now, it's hilarious because I look a certain way now, but back then, I didn't have the goatee, and I had a really awesome mullet. So I don't know who would be afraid of me at all. So, <laughs> Dude, a guy with a mullet is much more frightening than a guy with a fashionably shaved head. Well, nowadays, maybe, but back then, the mullet was in. It was just thinking about you know getting threatened by Billy Ray Cyrus. So. <laughs> You're still, you're still six two, yeah. and uh, and and whatever you weigh, I don't know. Yeah. You weighed less now than you probably ever have. Uh, well, no, when I was born, that was probably the lightest I'd ever been. Really, this so, is slower than your birth weight. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I mean higher than your birth Thank weight. Thank God so, okay. for my mom. Yeah. you know, she she was a soldier then. No, yeah, no. I'm back then, I was. Pro I mean, this was. I mean, this was probably early '90s. Uh, I probably had a baby face and a Billy Ray Cyrus mullet, so I probably just looked like a. A fat guy in a hockey jersey that was going to defend his friend. Oh, so, you know, but it is what it is, you know. But wait a second. I mean, you're still, you know, you like, uh, you must have at least looked. I mean, like, I can't imagine you looking like a small guy, like a guy that you go, oh, I can fuck with him, no problem. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't. Uh, I don't think I was ever a small guy. And what about the guy? What was his deal? Uh, I think he was probably, you know, he might have been around my size, maybe a little smaller. But I think the guy was just there to enjoy the game. Like he just wanted her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So hey, we're here to watch the game. We're gonna cheer for our team. He's gonna cheer for his team. You know what? So shut the fuck up. I think that's kind of the issue with women. Was sometimes when they get into sports, is they don't know how. Like they really they they see a bunch of guys. Uh, and if if they're like ah oh, wow, and isn't talking about shit, women will say things like break his arm. You know. <laughs> Yeah, and not at MMA and like basketball. Right, exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like like so, I've heard that like cheering at at the playoffs. Yeah, watching the Patriots and whoever, and somebody's going, "Look at oh, what Peyton? Are you gonna cry?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah after we just got crushed by three guys. Yeah, I'm, he's he's I'm, in uh, late in the season. Yeah. he's got an injury of mm -hmm. some sort, and he's not crying right, anyway. Right, but shut the fuck up. Right. See, I'm fortunate with Andrea, my wife Andrea. She's a maniacal sports fan. She understands the game. Man, and. Uh, you know, it's actually fun to watch games with her, except if our teams lose, then she's miserable for like a half hour. But in terms of the, knowing the rules and the players and everything, I am really lucky because she's on top of that as much as any dude I know. I'll be explaining the game of professional football to my wife, Mandy, until the end of time. <laughs> There's until we're both dead or divorced or or whatever because there's no fucking way she's I mean I I just don't think that she retains it although at the moment it makes sense to her she's like oh I see the logic of that you know first down through fourth down a punt 
but then like she'll ask a question that you're just like I don't understand how you could not know that like what what are those big yellow things on either side <laughs> like we need to go back to square one maybe because you're watching the Jets that's that might be the problem because you're <laughs> you watching know, the you're, Jets she's like getting know? a very backward view of <laughs> you need to upgrade. the object of the you're yeah. so right about yeah. that maybe it's the Jets so ready to upgrade mm-hmm. I mean if look if Sam Donaldson doesn't work out which he won't <laughs> well he would with other teams of course he yeah. would he went to the one team where it's just guaranteed nothing good is going to happen here uh, two fatal can I, can I mention two fatal hit and run accidents uh, in Queens an SUV driver going over 90 miles an hour blew through a red light into a Queens man ouch that man's name was uh, oh see this is a tough one it's uh, uh, Sivananan Ananta I bet Indian people listen to me pronounce their name and just go. What you know, they, they they probably called him Siv. Yeah, they <laughs> have to have they have to have like shorter names for themselves. Siv Piramal, uh, whatever. Pussy. Edwin nah. Haven Boulevard and 91st Avenue. Uh, now this guy, uh, they quote a friend of his uh, who was named uh, Amandeep Kaur. He said, "Triple the speed. It's terrible. Nobody should be driving that fast." Uh, and this is his coworker at Dunkin' Donuts. Wow. It's it sounds like <laughs> making that up. <laughs> Well, but well, you the, had one of two choices, and you picked Dunkin' Donuts. So well, sometimes okay. life is a hacky yes, joke. Exactly. That's actually exactly. what happened. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you had two choices. You went with Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> like you're saying that of God. Yeah. So. <laughs> or, or this guy who, when, yeah. when he goes to get a job, he could be IT or Dunkin' Donuts. Well, I was thinking Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Right. So. <laughs> or so a doctor. maybe three. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's true. I mean, they are doctors, and you know. Yeah, but you figure like this guy's probably not a surgeon, not walking around getting run over. The second was in Chelsea, right there in my neighborhood. A man has died after being hit a week ago by an errant bicyclist. This is reported. Uh, yeah, 60-year-old Michael Kalapi, errant bicyclist. I, I was mean, just going to say, one guy got hit by an SUV and one guy got hit by a bicycle. 90 miles an hour. <laughs> the SUV, right? Pretty sure that didn't wait a week to kill him. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely this, not. This one's just like, it gave him the suggestion of death, and then finally he's like, all right, fine. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> That's that's a New Yorker succumbing to right. his injuries. Exactly. Fine. Exactly. He stepped off the uh, curb, I guess, into the bike lane near West 23rd and 6th Avenue just after 11:50 a.m. So 11:51. Yeah. Uh, he was at least <laughs> he was struck by a cyclist going north, and that guy didn't hang out either. So uh, hit and run. Hit and run. Exactly. Yeah. And so he suffered head trauma. He died at Bellevue. Uh, and uh, there you go. I uh, think if I got hit by a bike, I wouldn't tell anybody. Like if if somebody if a bicyclist hit me. I don't think I'd be like, what happened? I'd be like, yeah, I don't know. I'd make something up like, oh, Andrea beat the shit out of me or something. Like, I, I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> yes. It's like if the reporter come there, oh, tell a me. A grade what, school girl picked a fire yeah, with me. Tell me what happened. Oh, I got hit by um, um, a balloon. Like, I, it's a bicycle. <laughs> like, the guy, if you get hit by an SUV going nine miles an hour and survive, that's something you brag about. Someone blew a dandelion. Yeah. <laughs> And it hit me, yeah. the fragments of, well, you know, the, the guy is in serious trouble. Not I'm not talking about the, the cyclist here, but he should be as well. But I don't think, no matter how wrong he, I mean, he was in the bike lane. Right. So I guess they, their interpretation of the bike lane is, if you're ever in it ever, yep. fuck you, you're exactly. dead. It's like crossing the highway, you know, and you get hit by a truck. Yeah. Yeah, there's, it's a city. I mean, like, yeah. the speed limit should apply. 
yeah. and, I, and I'm pretty sure I don't know how fast the guy was going, but you can get pretty fast on those fucking bikes. Uh, one, there's a woman who worked for CBS, CBX, some kind of an executive producer or something like that, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, got killed in Central Park when she was hit by a bike. It's not that unusual. She got killed from getting hit by a bike? A bike, yeah. I mean, people, this is another one here. Jeez. Look, imagine a guy, like some of these guys are brawny, you know, like imagine you want a bike. Yeah, but I'm probably not going you, too fast. But. <laughs> Unless we're going, okay. If, if like I hit someone going downhill and trying to get there, <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, but uh, I, I guess so. That's all. That's yeah. Think of hundreds of pounds and the yeah. velocity, and I mean, it, I've seen bikes whiz by where I'm like, I'm glad that didn't hit me. Yeah, no, I could see that. I, I don't know. I guess I'm just but fuck a bicyclist anyway. Yeah, but I mean, I guess I'm just thinking like you know, again, I'm. I think we're both born around the same time, and just, just the. Like, hey, what happened? I get hit by a bike. Like, if my friend said that to me, I think I would laugh. Like, I'd be like, of course you got hit by a bike. And it's just funny. <laughs> what, I don't know. You, no, you should have. If the, the bike should be more fucked up than you, exactly. is, is what I would have exactly. thought. Yeah. But man, like, they just are fucking. They, they, they have a vicious type of a fucking attitude, too. Oh, I think that. especially in New York. Yeah. And that probably in LA, too. But yeah, in New York, forget about it. Like, you're on their turf. They could rise up at any time and when, start trouble. Your turf can be removed by black paint. I don't think you're so tough. Because if you just paint over that line, all of a sudden, there goes your turf. Oh, yeah, your turf is gone, sir. Exactly. The numbers, they, they really are. I, I guess it was Bloomberg who kind of started or expanded. Did he start that? bike lane shit or did he just expand it a lot i uh, you're asking the wrong person My, de blasio i know has just like played that game but well he's an idiot yeah he's the worst and everything yeah. he does is mm -hmm. terrible yeah virtually i don't care if you have a kid who is badly in need of, of pre-k <laughs> <laughs> and and has it now now here's the story i'm trying to locate and i hope it didn't start raining on us joe it is but uh i mean but to only rain to a ridiculous extent i think they have to clear the park but maybe they know me so it's okay oh they're clearing it yeah but oh, uh well, until they come over here i think okay. we're okay okay so. uh well a guy murdered his wife in a fucking uh, salon in queens what did she do uh, she <laughs> went to work. Oh, there you <laughs> no, go. I don't know. Uh, that's I love that answer though. Yeah. Uh, Dinner was cold. Yeah. Uh, boy, can you imagine if that was really the if if that was if dinner was cold? I'd say that is the best wife in New York City. She cooked dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, I guess so, right? Yeah. Man, I, did, yeah. did your wife cook? She does actually. I mean, not listen. You know, we're we're uh, a household where we both have to work, so we kind of pitch in. Um, I probably. I mean, we we actually cook together. We prepare our meals ahead of time, so uh, so we kind of split it up. But I will say, she cooks the bigger stuff. Like if we are going to have something a little fancy or something that's going to carry us over for a few days, and she's very good at it. Mm. So I mean, she's not slaving over the stove every night. Um, but uh, I would venture to guess, based on what the uh, rumors are, she cooks way more than a lot of wives. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's that's if if she cooks at all, yes. then she does. I would say it's just a very rare thing. My yeah. wife has cooked for for me, but I think that I've done the majority of any cooking that's been done. Yeah. And when she did, you know what she's really good at, and this is going to sound like like so fucking what but you know those meal pack kits that come with everything in them and you just yeah, all you yeah. gotta do is mm -hmm. she executes those directions to the fucking letter i guess yeah. and and she can really do that stuff very very well um 
Well, which that's I guess, good. yeah. Because uh, you know there are people that fuck it up. They pay all this money for these prepackaged <laughs> meals, and then they fuck it up. So, I mean, I don't think she's looking for a pat on the back, but good job. Yeah. Well, she followed him to New York. This is the woman, okay, from the Dominican Republic to pursue their, they had a, uh, their version of the American dream, uh, but things went awry. They broke up. He turned jealous, violent, and cops say murderous. Um, Carmen... Uh, let's see. San Diego? Yeah, exactly. Actually, it's Carmen Iris Santiago. <laughs> Carmen Iris Santiago's boss at a Queens nail salon urged her to get an order of protection against her husband, William Rivas, just days before police say he butchered her with a knife. Uh, the salon owner's daughter told the cops this, uh, or actually told the Daily News. Yeah, it said, like, uh, an order of protection is just a piece of paper, though. Absolutely. It's, it means nothing. You can't hold that up when there's a knife coming down yeah, exactly. on you. A uh, 39-year-old Rivas was charged with murder Thursday, accused in the savage stabbing of his 35-year-old estranged spouse. Killing your ex-wife is even dumber than killing your wife. Yeah, I mean, I don't think either one of them makes you a road scholar, but uh, if she's your ex-wife... Keep her out of your life and move on. Yeah, it's you're done. I mean, you have no more responsibility in this whole thing, yeah. and uh, no and, and no more shame. Yeah, let her be a hoe. Yeah, inside the she, uh, you know, <laughs> unless you're paying unless you're paying ridiculous alimony and child support because of those archaic laws. Then you got to kill her. Yeah, I mean, you might have to. Yeah, you uh, might have to. Was savage stabbing. Uh, it, it see, it, uh, we'll see. Um, it was inside the two stilo. Tustilo Salon and Spa, 37th Avenue near 93rd Street, Jackson Heights. Arriva stormed into the salon as his wife sat in one of the uh, chairs there. Oh, she was sitting in the chair. A video obtained. Uh, so there's video. That's oh. going to be good. This is Everybody else in New York has seen this already. I'm going, ooh, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, the two of us are like, <laughs> I haven't seen it. You know. The thing is, Joe, I, I quit reading the New York Post. I heard about that. I'm, uh, I'm not, impressed. Not I gonna, want to see how long you're going to hold out. I'm not going to buy that co- a, a copy of the newspaper anymore. So that's what, done. What? I'll read it online, but I'm not going to well, go. Well, that's the funny thing is like, you know, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing your protest, but if you could read it for free online. Right, so, but there are sometimes stories in there yes. you can't get otherwise, and sure. it's also nice to. I mean, like reading a copy of the paper, it doesn't. You know, the battery doesn't go down. Yeah. It's always connected. Oh, I prefer the hard copy. Trust me, I I miss the days where I would pick up a newspaper and read it on the train and everything. I like getting the ink on my hands. And they just doubled the price. That's insane. Well, I think a couple of years ago, I want to say maybe three years ago I'll never forget my nephew is in uh, Newsday on the Sunday he played football and he was mentioned in an article uh-huh. and my wife says oh let's buy the paper okay no problem and this cool. was three years ago we go up there we pay it was like four fifty. Newsday yeah crazy expensive yeah and I go wow I love my nephew but I would have rather just opened it up and take a picture of it <laughs> Because I'm not going to read the rest of this paper, you know? Yeah. Newsday so. is the Long Island newspaper, if yes. I don't know. And it is, I guess, for some reason, highly sought after mm. and, uh, and and super expensive. I guess papers just cost a lot. And, and they're kind of one of those things people don't expect them to go up in price. No. You're like, I'm not going to pay $4 for a newspaper. I mean... When I saw newspapers, they call like the Sunday editions are three fifty, right. four, five. Well, this was a Sunday news day. Oh, right. right. Yeah, but they, I think even during the week it might be two fifty. No, something. it's high. Yeah, it's high. Yeah, you, it's it's never cheap. But two dollars for the post. They made it was such a thing when they went up. I think from seventy five cents to a dollar. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading it back then. I remember that. Whoa, yeah, that's okay. I could see it. A dollar. You're still yeah. laying down a dollar. Right. If you lay down a dollar and don't get a quarterback, you don't really think, no. ah, boy, this is a big change. Yeah. 
pulling out two fucking bucks. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Fuck. And it, I, look, I didn't even mind that. I'm like, you know what, Post, you're worth it. But not anymore. So Reva stormed into, like I said, in the salon. Uh, she's sitting in one of the chairs now. As, as he swung a knife nine times, by the way, he stabbed this woman nine times, right. Santiago. Two women in the salon tried to fight him off. One tried to pull him away, and another appeared ready to hit him with a chair she appeared ready to she went hardcore so what you're saying is and i and i god i hate doing this because it always comes i always make it about me but what you're saying is these two ladies in the salon had more balls than new york police officer <laughs> Terrence Howell. why would you apply it to this situation I, I where you were nearly murdered and the know. cops didn't I, do anything I, it's amazing though i wish these two ladies <laughs> these two hairdressers were on the train with me i would have been more protected the gals in blue yeah i tell you that's Man. so well, I, I like it. They must have felt that they had a special relationship. I guess they did. They must her, have had a special relationship with their customers. Yes, but <laughs> but you know, hey, uh, you know, full marks to these ladies for trying to help out, yeah. getting this maniac off their friend, hey, acknowledging that it was happening. Yes. Even you know, yes. uh, the uh, it's uh, keys to the city time. Done with the slaying. <laughs> Thank just, God they didn't go after him with a gun, though, because uh, that would have been bad for De Blasio. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Exactly. Chairs uh, are okay. No guns. <laughs> chairs. You know. I, and and obviously they were very successful in fighting him off because the wife's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they get him? Did, was he arrested? Well, he only got to stab her. He got to stab her nine times. So yeah. you know, I mean, they it only he. I'm sorry. He only got to stab her nine times only. before they rushed in and handled it. Jeez. He dropped the knife. He drank down some kind of poison. It says. <laughs> this is from the Daily News. A little, uh, a little odd and not specific. Yeah. What is it like that barber side or whatever it's called that they keep the combs in or yeah. something? The barbers. So. <laughs> well, it's, it's a woman's salon. I mean, it's probably some kind of like nail, uh, uh, yeah. something that something that makes the paint that set. Smell, you know, when you walk past the nail salon and there's that really sharp smell, that's probably what he drank. Yes, it's the same stuff that makes all their eyes squinty. Ah, there you go. Yes. Uh, done with the slang. Like I said, he dropped the Reva's dropped. I'm reading this verbatim. Done with uh, done with the slang. Reva's dropped the knife and drank down some kind of poison. Wow. A law enforcement source said. He then stood over his spouse. I can see that conversation happening. I imagine sometimes uh, people are interviewed to get these results. So the guy's talking to a law enforcement force, and the cop, cop is probably saying, so yeah, then the guy picks up some something, he drinks it down. Well, what was it? I don't know, some kind of poison. <laughs> I, so they go, I'm guessing it was drink poison. some kind of yeah, poison. Yeah. Some kind of poison. Ask somebody else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, you don't know? Okay. But I think that's just lazy journalism. Yeah, ask so. the woman who's mm -hmm. sitting there going, ah, yeah. what's that stuff? What's that stuff? He drank something. What is it? Because he didn't know. Take a poison. Poison. Yeah. Poison. <laughs> Some kind have, of poison. See, skull and crossbow. She doesn't even know it. Yeah. It's just on the jar itself. It's just question mark, skull and crossbones. <laughs> right. It's like a Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> Don't know exactly what kind, yeah, but exactly. it is poison. Some kind of poison. Yeah. A pool of blood congealing underneath him as he's, oh, he's speaking softly to her. He's embracing her. laying on, He laid on top of her. He Jeez. laid on top of her and embraced her. Boy, oh. this is uh, this. You're supposed to wait until the funeral to do this. I was going to say, this is a little creepy. Creepy now. Uh, torn green. He's dressed in a torn green shirt. Or obviously, her shirt was mm -hmm. torn. Uh, and uh, yeah, with the blood congealing underneath him, he spoke softly to. What do you say, honey? <laughs> Sorry, I killed um, you. Yeah. Finally, uh, first responders pulled him off. The victim. They rushed Santiago to Elmhurst. She couldn't be saved. It should have been like was that the ghost when those like demons come out and the the black things uh, black like ghosts come out and grab the bad guy away 
That would have been uh, convenient in this uh, this instance. What are you talking about? The ghost come out and grab the bad guy the, away? Uh, the movie Ghost with uh, Patrick Swayze. Oh, you know what? I'm going to blow your mind. What? Didn't see it. Oh, no, that's okay, because I could, I, could, I could see that and raise you a million with the movies I haven't seen. <laughs> so, But people who have seen Ghost know exactly what I'm talking about. But I really want to talk about movies now, but we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try to. Right. I mean, I'll win that game. Don't worry. <laughs> movies that we haven't seen, I'll beat you. I know it. Because people are dumbfounded with the movies I haven't seen. Oh man, mm-hmm. Star Wars. Seen it. Okay, Godfather. Oh well, I'm Italian. I have to see. It. All right, and Godfather too. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. So uh, okay, Scorsese, Goodfellas. Yep. You've seen everything. What no, are you talking about? Um, what haven't I seen that people... Uh, pulp, French, pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. No, no, no Pulp Fiction. Uh, Die Hard. You know, I don't think I've ever, beginning to end, watched Die Hard. Or uh, Christmas. Everyone's like, oh, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't know. Yeah. And I don't care. Yeah. Uh, a buddy of mine gave me the Pulp Fiction DVD. It literally sat on my dresser in, in my bedroom for a year. Didn't open it. You you have a... Yeah. You At this point, you're like, fuck you, not watching yeah, it. Yeah, because I'm like, all right, seven months in. But yeah, there's a bunch of other ones that, that I haven't seen. Uh, Jaws you've seen. Jaws. Well, Jaws I actually saw in the movie. That yeah. was one of the first movies I've ever seen. Me too, I me remember too. Um, at the theater, they actually sold like these little rubber eraser sharks, and my dad bought me a few of those. Oh, wow. Yeah. A few of them. Yeah, yeah, because they were probably like 50 well, cents. You had something. a fucking great dad. I was spoiled. Yeah. I got like three sharks. Did, so. you, did you see, uh, what do you call it, uh, the King Kong when it came out? Because I was thinking, you that's mean the one, one of my first. The 30s? One of my first. No. The one with the oh, Twin with Towers the, um, in yeah, the 70s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, the, yeah. the three movies that I remember I saw in the movies were Star Wars, Jaws, and King Kong. Yeah. And the, and, and I did see all those as well. Yeah. I also saw... But I remember seeing, like, the Apple Dumpling Gang or some crap like that. Well, I've never... I don't even know what that is. That's... <laughs> It's a movie. Okay. It's a. I think it's a Tim Conway and and uh, what do you call it? Uh, the Barney Fife. You know, no, no, no Harvey Corman. Well, there you can't say one be without the other. Right, but I can. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I can't think of the other guy's name. Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Oh, yes. Mr. Furley. But I'm. I think I'm making that up. You might be. You might. There was be. a movie called Humps. Uh, I've never heard of that one either. <laughs> they didn't have to change the title when they made the porn version. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I didn't. It never occurred to me how dirty that sounds. I was just yeah, gonna I say to, that's what I figured you were talking about. It was a movie about uh, the the cavalry. At some point, this is supposed to be historically accurate. Okay. They decided to try instead of horses, they were using camels. And this camels was... made a great option for them because they didn't need so much water. I don't know. There was some kind of horse shortage. Uh, I can't. I mean, I was gonna say I can't believe this was made, but I can. You know. Sure. Especially if it's historically accurate, which I doubt. But maybe it is. I'm gonna look it up. You have to look it up. However, I'm gonna. I will say this though. uh, As far as like plots of movies and stuff like we make, come on. So many more dumb ones. I mean, you mean right now? I mean, yes, in TV shows. No, they're the same plots. It's just in in the new version of Humps, it would be women soldiers <laughs> and female camels. Well, yeah, it. It would, yeah, it would be yeah. black females female and camels yeah. of color. It would be Leslie Jones. Yes. And uh, I, I just all I know is anytime I see I see a movie coming out that a remake of a, an, a good movie that's like an all female cast now, I just. Like I say, I know I'm not the only one that isn't going to see this. And they're rebooting Home Alone. Are they? I didn't know that. Yeah. I know they're doing uh, Coming to America too, which Coming to America is one of my favorite all-time movies. A I sequel? am skeptical about this one. Though. Oh, I'm stoked. I'm happy, but I, I don't know. To me, it was perfect. I'm just... Are they going to do a black version? 
All right, Joe. Thanks for talking today. Oh, anytime. Pat. Thanks for listening to New York City Crime Report. <laughs> I just, I just hope that it's not like a, a money grab. I hope it's funny because the first one is just unbelievable. No, it, it would be like if NSYNC was doing a reunion. You know, the other four guys called Justin Timberlake and said, "Look, could you do us a solid?" So I'm guessing this was like you know Arsenio Hall. Yeah, like. Arsenio Hall called James L. Jones, uh, John Amos, and Eddie Murphy and said, look, could you do me a favor? You know, 